familiar? If your baby is going through another bout of bad diaper rash, then you need to give Dr. Mom Butt Balm a try. It was created by a mom who's also a doctor. When my kids were little, I remember using this thick, goopy cream to help soothe their sensitive skin. Ugh, it was so difficult to wipe off. Not with Dr. Mom Butt Balm. You only need a small amount, and it's really easy to apply and remove. It's also free of dyes, preservatives, and zinc oxide, so it's gentle on your baby's delicate skin. Help your baby feel better and get relief from irritating diaper rash with Dr. Mom Butt Balm. Look for it on Amazon and Walmart.com. Are you planning on sending your baby to daycare? Wondering how much breast milk to send? How do you protect your milk supply when you're away? How can you talk to your daycare about handling the breast milk? And what if your baby doesn't drink all that you send? Today, we're talking about sending breast milk to daycare with your baby. This is The Boob Group. Breast milk, it does a baby good. Silly daddy, boobs are for babies. I make milk. What's your superpower? If my breastfeeding offends you, put a blanket over your head. Dairy diva. Don't be lactose intolerant. Nursing nature's own breast enhancement. Meals on heels. Whoever said there's no use crying over spilled milk never had to pump. Breast milk. All udders are inferior. Whatever your point of view, we're here to support your breastfeeding goals. We're the boob group because mothers know breast. Welcome to The Boob Group, broadcasting from the Birth Education Center of San Diego. The Boob Group is your online, on-the-go support group for all things related to breastfeeding, and I am your host, Sunny Galt. This is the second episode of The Boob Group I have ever hosted, and we're doing some real cool things with the show. We're shaking things up a little bit, and we have some great things in store. So I'm really excited to be with you guys today. Thanks so much for tuning in, and for those of you who are loyal listeners of The Boob Group, please don't forget to visit our website and subscribe. Subscribe to our newsletter for updates on all of our brand new episodes we release. And you can also stay connected by downloading our free apps available in the Android, iTunes, and Windows Marketplace. And for those of you who listen to The Boot Group on a regular basis, you know I love it. I love hearing from all of our listeners out there. And we want you guys to be part of our show. And so a great way to do that is to participate in our segments. One of the segments I want to tell you about is called Mama Hacks. And it's where you guys share uh, your hacks that you've discovered, whether it's breastfeeding or pumping, things that make your job as a breastfeeding or pumping mom just a little bit more simple and something that could help other mamas out there. So we'd love to hear those tips. So we'd love to hear from you on that. Also, if you have any breastfeeding apps that you use, whether you know you got a brand new baby or perhaps you've been breastfeeding or pumping for your baby for a couple years now, we would love to know what apps are out there that you really like because we love to talk about apps on the show. As you know, New Mommy Media and the Boob Group, we have tons of of apps available. And so um, that's a great way to get involved. So if you want to submit for either of these segments, you can go to our website, you can send us an email. But I'll tell you what, the the way I really like you guys to submit is uh, when we can actually hear your voice. And we have actually a new way that you can submit. Usually I'm like, you know, call the voicemail at this number and you can submit that way. Um, but you can submit now through our website. And it's really great. If you go onto our website, there's going to be like a little gray button on the side that says send voice voicemail. And with just a couple clicks, you can actually use the microphone on your computer to submit a voicemail that way. So you never have to pick up a phone at all. 
All right. So before we kick off today's show, let's introduce some of the mamas that are going to be featured on our show today. We have a couple of people calling in on the phone. Let's start with Jade. Hi, my name is Jade, and I'm a mommy of one 16-month-old, and I'm still a breastfeeding mom, and I work for a very small cafe called Starbucks, and I'm also a full-time student. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> and Shira, tell us a little bit about yourself. Hi, my name is Shira Hirschberg. I'm 31. I'm a registered dietitian. I have a private practice called All Foods Nutrition. I have one daughter, three months old. All right, great. And of course, we have our expert joining us on the phone, Gina Chanye. Hi, I'm Gina Chanye. I am the mom of two formerly breastfed kids who are 14 and 11 years old now. Um, and I work for Lanceno Laboratories as the global um, vice president of healthcare relations, and I'm a certified lactation counselor. All right, wonderful. Thank you, everybody, and welcome to the show. <coughs> Sounds familiar. <coughs> If your baby is going through another bout of bad diaper rash, then you need to give Dr. Mom Butt Balm a try. It was created by a mom who's also a doctor. When my kids were little, I remember using this thick, goopy cream to help soothe their sensitive skin. Ugh, it was so difficult to wipe off. Not with Dr. Mom Butt Balm. You only need a small amount, and it's really easy to apply and remove. It's also free of dyes, preservatives, and zinc oxide, so it's gentle on your baby's delicate skin. Help your baby feel better and get relief from irritating diaper rash with Dr. Mom Butt Balm. Look for it on Amazon and Walmart.com. All right. Hey, everybody. It's time for a fun segment we have on the boob group called Boob Oops. And it's where we share our funny breastfeeding stories. And I love this one. This comes from Becky. And Becky writes, the funniest breastfeeding experience I ever had was when my daughter was only three days old. And technically, it wasn't me. She was pretty much nursing constantly. This particular morning, I had to go to the bathroom before she was done. I thrust her at my husband, and I asked him to take over. So he happily laid her belly to belly on his chest while I relieved myself. Aw, such a good husband. As I was coming back into the room, Emily began rooting around on his chest. To his surprise, she very quickly found what she was looking for. I came into the room to his screaming. He was lifting her up in the air and screaming. Every lift that she took into the air, her head went down and his chest expanded simultaneously. Seems my little girl didn't care whose nipple she had in her newborn mouth. Of course, I hadn't bothered to explain to him how to unlatch a nursing baby, and I never thought he would need it. I just stood there laughing laughing until he finally pulled her hard enough to force her to let go. I told him next time it would hurt less if he broke suction with his finger first. <laughs> I love this. Becky, thanks so much for sending it in. And if you guys have a funny boob oops, please share it with us and we will share it with the audience. You can reach out to us via our website and just go to the contact link or you can tell your story yourself through our voicemail at 619-866-4775. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. 
Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right. Well, today on The Boob Group, we're discussing giving your baby breast milk at daycare. Our expert, Gina Chanye, is a certified lactation counselor. She's a mom of two breastfed kids, and she's also the global vice president of healthcare relations at Lansino, a breastfeeding and pumping accessories company. Thank you for joining us, Gina, and welcome to The Boob Group. Thank you. Gina, how much will a baby eat during the day? Well, every little baby is different and it really does depend on, you know, how much a baby is nursing with their mom either before or after daycare. On average, between the first six months or so, babies are generally taking in about 25 ounces per day. But again, that is variable. It depends on your baby's birth weight and how big they are and, and how much they're really consuming. So one way that you can actually figure out, there's a really great resource on kellymom.com. It's a milk calculator. And basically, you can divide 25 ounces, you know, 25 by the number of nursings that your baby has on a day. So if your baby is feeding eight times in a 24-hour period, you would divide that by 25, and it would give you the approximate amount of ounces that you should be sending to daycare. Big recommendation is bring more then you think your baby is going to take because things get spilled. You know, baby doesn't necessarily finish everything. So you want to always have a little bit extra there just in case something happens or if baby's extra hungry that day, then they have enough milk to cover that. Okay, good. Shira, how much milk did you prepare to send each day? So far, I've been preparing 20 ounces for each day. Okay, good. And how about you, Jade? Well, I was always struggling with pumping the right amount of milk or any milk at all, really. So I would send, I was lucky enough that my daycare had a freezer that we could use. So I would basically just send everything I had that was frozen. And when she would get low, she would let me know and I would send more. So I was lucky enough that they had freezer space. Um, I did send fresh milk in the morning when I would take her freshly pumped milk for the first bottle. And then she would just pull from the freezer stash throughout the day. So I was lucky enough that I didn't really have to worry about there being um, you know, run out of milk because they had a backup stash in the freezer. Okay, good. And how did they know how much to give your baby at each feeding? Well, when I first took her to daycare, she was not eating, really drinking anything at all, really. So anything was an accomplishment. I told them just as much as she wanted because she was she was drinking like maybe four ounces and eight hours. She was on strike from drinking at the daycare. They actually were feeding her from a medicine syringe. She was taking such a small amount during each feeding, just so they could keep track of um, how much she was having. That's like, that's why they used the syringe because I was so concerned with her intake. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's a really creative way of getting our babies to eat because we have to make sure they're eating, right? That's good. Shira, how about you? How did you determine how much the daycare should offer your baby each time? Um, the first day, I just sent a lot more than I thought she would need. The most she'd ever eaten out of feeding um, that I had actually measured was a little over three ounces. I'd been able to do a weighted feed at a local store nearby recently. And so I knew she was taking over three. So I just decided to give four ounce bottles. And I really think didn't think she would need five of them. So I just sent that many because I thought it would be enough. There'd be plenty of extra um, I also have, they have one freezer pack at the backup in case they need it at my daycare. 
Okay, good. So they did have a place there where you could store your breast milk. Yeah, they just have one. They leave one breather pack in there in case they have an issue. Gina, what kind of container should moms bring their milk in? Um, I mean, it really depends on how the mom is storing the milk. I mean, a lot of moms, I used to store my milk in bags just because it was easier to organize in my freezer. It was really quick to thaw. So I was pumping um, and then storing in my bags. And so I would, uh, my daycare also had a freezer. um, So I actually brought some frozen milk in. And then what I would generally do is I would actually bring the milk in the bottles themselves. I had the bottles that it has a closure on top that you could just take off and then you could put the nipple on. So I generally was putting, I was taking the milk out of the bag at home putting it in the bottle and then sending the bottles to daycare. But they also knew, I mean, we talked about how to handle the milk in the bag and, you know, they would transfer it into bottles if they needed to. Um, But sometimes when my pump got stolen actually out of my car with 20 ounces of breast milk in it, I was so upset. I didn't even care about the pump. I just kept on saying to the police and just get me my milk back. I thought I was crazy. But so I was at a position where I didn't have, I was transferring milk, you know, from my work freezer to home. And so that was my stash. And I, you know, just needed to then send milk in every single day. And so I was pumping and I would keep it actually in the bottles because I was just keeping it in, in the refrigerator and it was just easier to just put it, keep them in the pump bottles and then send them with nipples to daycare. Okay, good. And Gina, is there a way to mark the breast milk, or how should mamas mark the milk so it doesn't get confused with another breastfed baby's milk at daycare? Yeah, definitely. And the the breast milk storage bags that are designated for breast milk will generally have a place for your name or the baby's name, the date, and the amount of milk that's in there because moms are going to want to do that anyway when they're freezing it. They're going to want to know how much they've got in there. Um, But the breast milk storage bags, you know, like, for example, the ones that Lansno has, you can freeze them lying down, which is great. But when they're frozen lying down, you, you, it, all, it all blends together. So you need to just make sure you know that was four ounces that was in there and then that can be used for the bottle. So it's really important to market. It's really important to know, you know, what the date was because it's good to use the oldest milk first. So you're keeping up with your baby's age and growth and development, et cetera. But um, yeah, marking those and making sure that the area where you mark that information is not on the body of the bag because you don't want to puncture it. So looking out for bags that actually have the right on tab that's outside of the area, like above the zipper lock seal is important. Okay, so I have to ask this. Shira, to your knowledge, has your baby ever received uh, another mother's milk or even formula at daycare? No, not as far as I'm aware of. Yeah, I was just asking because sometimes we hear about that on the news and stuff. What about you, Jade? No, not. Well, if they did it, they definitely haven't told me about it. Right. And of course, it probably depends on how many breastfed babies are at the daycare. And, you know, the daycare has to obviously be very organized, um, you know, and have a, a system really for knowing whose breast milk is whose, and also, you know, the date of expiration and all that kind of stuff. Um, did they talk to you guys about this at all at your daycares? So we did use a different kind of bottle than everyone else. And we were lucky enough that when we took Aria to daycare, 
there was only one other baby who was taking breast milk at the time, and they used a totally different bottle and a different color and a different brand of milk storage bag as well. So there wasn't too much opportunity for breast milk to be mixed up. Perfect. Okay. So when we come back, we will discuss how a mom should protect her milk supply and the pump milk as well from spoiling and what to do if the breast milk the daycare feeds their baby isn't all used. We'll be right back. Save big money when you start your next project today at Menards. Convert your current recess lighting with energy-saving LED downlights from Fight Electric. They're bright and install easily in just minutes. They also go from regular lighting to nightlight mode with just a simple flip of a switch. Save big on all Fight Lighting products now at Menards. Shop our lighting options today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big money at All right, welcome back to The Boob Group. We are here with Gina Chanye. Gina is a certified lactation counselor with Lansano. So Gina, how can a mom protect her milk supply when she is away from her baby? It's really important for her body to get regular stimulation. So if baby's not nursing at the breast, then she'll need to pump when she and her baby are apart. That is for two reasons, that to keep up her supply, so again, her body gets that regular stimulation as if a baby were latching on, and also to get the milk out, and so she can use that whenever she needs to when she and her baby are apart. So, you know, regular stimulation, if she's away from a feeding, no matter how many feedings, she needs to pump during those times to keep up her supply. Okay, great. And how should a mom store it? Any recommendations? I, you know, it's really important to use something that's specifically made for breast milk. It really depends on whether she's going to need it right away. Like if she's going to be apart from her baby tomorrow, she would want to just keep that milk in the refrigerator. She could put it in the refrigerator or the freezer, but if she's going to use it tomorrow, might as well just keep it in the refrigerator. If she's going to be storing for long term, like she's building up a freezer stash, she'll want to store that in the freezer. And Milk is generally, again, like ambient room temperature, not too hot, not too cold. Breast milk is okay at room temperature for about eight hours. In the refrigerator, it's good for about 48, 72 hours, could be a little bit longer. Again, you want to try to push it to the back so it's in a colder area. In the freezer, it's good for six months. So, you know, you just want to make sure that, you know, you don't, for example, put your bags or your bottles if you're storing breast milk in the freezer in the door because every time the door opens it gets a blast of room temperature and it could potentially thaw even a teeny bit so keeping it in the back making sure that you know whatever's in your freezer whether it's waffles or pork roast or whatever it is that you don't have anything that's going to be puncturing your bags or getting into your milk so you could put a container in there and put the bags in there put the bottles in there but you just want to keep it you know, safe and secure when you're storing it. Right. You know, and another thing to point out is, you know, especially out here, I don't know, in California, we get these uh, blackouts and stuff like that. And, you know, the power goes off. And what if you're sleeping, you know, and your refrigerator is no longer working? And it's really important to keep that breast milk way back, way back as far as you can in in your freezer and, and not right there on the door because you never know what could happen. And it takes so much sometimes to make that uh to express that breast milk. And so we certainly don't want it to, to go to waste, right? It's it's that liquid gold. 
Shira, how often do you pump when you're not with your baby? Depends on the amount of hours that I'm away from her, but typically during my standard work day, two to three times. It's pretty, you know, I just started doing this and it's, it was pretty clear to me when I needed to pump. It was a little bit uncomfortable. And so I also kind of go by that. Okay, good. And how about you, Jade? When I was at work, I would pump every two hours because that's when I got a break. And with my business, I don't know if I'm going to get my next break or when it's going to be. So I took every opportunity just to pump as often as I could. All right, good. And Jade, uh, based on what Gina was telling us about how to store the breast milk, were you storing it correctly? We still, while I was at work, I was lucky enough that my pump bag had an insulated pouch, so I kept it in there. And then we also had a separate place in our fridge designated for storage for coworkers to keep their stuff. So I would keep mine also in the insulated bag in the storage there. And then at home in the freezer, I did what Gina said. I had it in a container laid flat, and I put that container in the back of the fridge or the freezer. Okay. And uh, share your turn. Were you storing your breast milk correctly, according to what Gina was telling us? Um, I don't know that it's 100% correct. No, I probably, there's some in the in the uh, door that need to be pushed back. Aha! <laughs> so it's a good reminder, right? <laughs> okay, so Gina, if the baby is offered breast milk from a bottle and doesn't eat it all, does the caretaker need to throw it away? Well, breast milk is okay at room temperature for, you know, a certain amount of time. One of the things that could occur is that if a baby is drinking a bottle of the express breast milk and doesn't finish at all, you know, babies may be fed three ounces of a four-ounce bottle and there's a little ounce left, she can offer that to the baby, you know, within the hour, the hour and a half, but really wouldn't want to go for much longer than that just because bacteria could be coming from the saliva. If it's left out in room temperature, it's just something that you really want to probably instruct your care provider to use smaller increments. So we recommend until you know how many ounces your baby is going to take at each feeding. And, you know, you know that kind of pretty quickly. Um, you just kind of like you talk with your provider and see how much they're taking, and then you can kind of figure it out here and there. But, you know, instead of filling up a bottle with five ounces, you know, doing three ounces, and then if the baby's still hungry, then adding two more ounces in there. It's easier to add to it, but it's not it's not a great situation when you have that leftover ounce or ounce and a half that took 15 minutes to pump. Um, you know, you just don't want to get rid of that. So feeding in smaller increments until you know how much baby's going to take is a good idea. Okay, great. And Jade, how were you able to instruct your care provider and give her instruction, or did you, about what to do with the breast milk if it wasn't used up? Yeah, I actually used um, the Kelly mom resource a lot, and I, I just printed out stuff and took it to her. And I told her, you know, you probably are familiar with some of this, but here's extra just in case you're wondering. And I explained to her that all the challenges that I had with breastfeeding and how important it was that, you know, the moms didn't get wasted because it was such a challenge for me in the beginning to make it. So she was, she was great. She read over all that stuff and she was really good about being careful with all the milk and using small increments and she was great. All right. Awesome. And how about you, Shara? The standard at my daycare is that they will re-offer the bottle if the baby doesn't finish it within a two hour period. Um, so that's kind of a policy they already had in place. 
All right. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much to Gina and all of our mamas today for helping us all better understand how to safely supply breast milk for your baby at a daycare. And for our Boob Group Club members, our conversation continues after the end of the show. Gina is going to tell us if and when you would have to switch to cow's milk if your baby is 12 months or older and in daycare. So for more information about our Boob Group Club, please visit our website at newmommymedia.com. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. All right, we have a question for one of our experts, and this question comes from Macy, and Macy writes, Hello, Boob Group. I love the podcast. I have a six-month-old boy, and we've been strictly breastfeeding from day one. I didn't have any big problems until month two. I've been getting trapped milk or clogged ducts a couple times a month. Is there something wrong that I'm doing? Is my sports bra too tight? Am I not drinking enough water? He latches on well, and I let him eat until he's done, or as long as his attention span allows him to go. But I would really like to resolve this. Thanks so much, Macy. Hi, Macy. This is Michelle Stolberger. I'm an IBCLC in the Washington, D.C. area, working for Metropolitan Breastfeeding. Congratulations on your baby and doing so well with breastfeeding. I'm really sorry to hear you're struggling with plug ducts. I heard two possible culprits in your message that I'd like to talk about a little bit more. The first one is you mentioned that perhaps your sports bra was too tight. You absolutely want a supportive bra, ideally with no underwire that's not too tight because that definitely can cause plug. The other thing I heard you say was that you get a good latch, but you're not necessarily having a long nursing session. At six months, babies are very distractible, so you may not be emptying your breasts fully. Not having your breasts fully drained can absolutely lead to plugs as well. I'd suggest making sure that you're using a good pump. Uh, If you can get a hospital-grade pump, that's a a good way to go, or a double electric. But after your feeding, maybe throw in a 10-minute pumping session to make sure the breasts are fully drained. If you're pumping during the day at work, you absolutely want to be using a hospital-grade pump. One other thing you can try is taking soy lecithin. If you're allergic to soy, they make a sunflower version. This decreases the stickiness of the milk. And if you continue to have problems, consider calling an IBCLC. Good luck. Okay, that wraps up our show for today. We do appreciate you listening to The Boob Group. Please don't forget to check out our sister shows, Preggy Pals for Expecting Parents, Newbies for Newly Postpartum Moms, Parent Savers for Moms and Dads with Infants and Toddlers, and Twin Talks for Parents with Multiples. Thanks so much for listening to The Boob Group, your judgment-free breastfeeding resource. This has been a new mommy media production. The information and material contained in this episode are presented for educational purposes only. Statements and opinions expressed in this episode are not necessarily those of new mommy media and should not be considered facts. While such information and materials are believed to be accurate, it is not intended to replace or substitute for professional medical advice or care and should not be used for diagnosing or treating health care problem or disease or prescribing any medication. 
If you have questions or concerns regarding your physical or mental health or the health of your baby, please seek assistance from a qualified health care provider. How would you like to have your own show on the New Mommy Media Network? We're expanding our lineup and looking for great content. If you're a business or organization interested in learning more about our co-branded podcasts, visit our website at newmommymedia.com. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Hey mamas, don't forget to check out Mighty Moms. It's our online community built for new moms just like you. Not only can you connect with other moms, but you can also join us backstage for special mom-only online events. And you'll also be notified when we're recording so you can join us as a special guest. Visit our website, newmommymedia.com, and click on the Mighty Moms banner. It's free. That's newmommymedia.com. See you there.